Hi everyone, welcome to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about transactions and blocks. So basically, transactions are small bundles of information that are used to propose updates to the state of the blockchain. So before going into the blockchain transactions, let's think of bank transactions. So how they work is that if I want to send money to someone through a bank, what I want to do is basically fill up a form or go to my online banking account and fill the details over there. The sender, which is me, the receiver to whom I'm sending the money and the amount of money that I'm sending. And finally, either entering my signature on that check or entering my password in the online banking portal. All of these things, if you see, this is actually a bundle of information which I'm sending to the bank. What the bank does is then updates the state by basically reducing my balance and increasing the balance of the receiver. And exactly in the same way, transactions work on the blockchain, except it's not one single bank in this case, but a decentralized network of nodes. In case of the blockchain transactions, the bundle of information is slightly different. It would still have all these pieces of information like the sender, the receiver, the amount to be transferred, but it will also have the digital signature of the sender. As I've explained in one of the episodes of this podcast, that all of the transactions in a blockchain are cryptographically signed by the sender. And hence, this bundle of information also includes the signature. So users sign and send their transactions to one or more nodes in a blockchain. And then based on the validity of these transactions, they are executed by all other nodes in the network. These incoming transactions are first of all validated by the nodes on a couple of things. First of all, their signature. And secondly, against the current state of the blockchain. Another thing that is needed for a transaction to be executed on a blockchain is a transaction fee. So in public permissionless networks like Bitcoin or Ethereum, the user pays some sort of transaction fee to the nodes for their transactions to be included in the chain. Nobody's doing a free service when they are running a blockchain node. They must also be paid to process these transactions. And this comes through the transaction fee. Basically, the sender must decide how much fee they want to pay for their transaction. And then the nodes decide whether they want to include these transactions in a block or not. This is basically more like an open market kind of thing. Now let's talk about blocks. Think of large blockchain networks with a lot of nodes and a lot of users sending transactions. Will it not be too slow if each of these transactions is executed one by one? Because they have to be replicated across all the nodes to update the state of the blockchain. To make the process a little more efficient, transactions are actually grouped into blocks. And each of these blocks is actually then executed on the state of the blockchain and all the transactions within this block are executed together. This basically kind of gives like a batch processing of transactions. The process goes something like this that when a transaction is basically received by one of the nodes, it is then broadcasted to other peer nodes in the network. And then based on the consensus and block production algorithm being followed by the network, one of these nodes then picks up 
a bunch of these transactions and includes them in a block. And then this node proposes this block to the rest of the network. Based on the validity of these transactions and the validity of the overall block, rest of the network actually comes to an agreement based on the consensus algorithm and accepts or rejects this block. And if this block is accepted, then all of the transactions included within this block are executed on the state of the blockchain. And hence, the state gets an update. So this was about transactions, blocks, and how transactions are grouped into blocks to make the process a little more efficient, how the overall transaction processing works. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for the next episodes. Ciao.